My name is Lene McClellan, and I'm a salon owner in Chelsea, Michigan, and the creator of Radioactive. I've been inspired by the people I get to talk to every day to create a platform for those in and around our community to tell their stories, share what's important to them, and help us uncover what makes us human. Visit RadioactiveChelsea.com to see how you can get involved. Today I have the opportunity to sit here with my friend, Tammy Bridges. I've been doing her hair for a couple of years now, and I feel like we've developed a great relationship. Tammy's the creator of the seasonal networking event called Women Making Connections, and I was able to be the guest speaker at it this last time on July 23rd, and it was an amazing event. You really <laughs> coordinate a fantastic event. Thank you. Uh, Tammy also works really closely with Faith in Action. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so glad to be part of your program. <laughs> yeah, my my goal for the whole podcast series in general is to help build compassion in our community. And, and one of the things that we really have an opportunity for in our community is to embrace our transgender family. I have maybe five people whose hair that I personally do under the age of 16 who are in the middle of transitioning. And it's such a, a cool thing to be a part of. And I know that you've agreed to tell me about your experience with your family. I'm so grateful for that because I know so many people, so many families who are going through this currently. I do want to preface and say I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm learning, and I know that my audience is probably learning as well. So should we go over, before we get started, the correct way to address? Sure. And I'm not an expert either, <laughs> but I do know some things because my daughter has taught me that if you are unsure of gender... You could say they or their, which sounds kind of strange, but that is a correct pronoun for a transgendered person who chooses to be called they or their. Mm -hmm. You can also ask, what pronoun do you prefer that I use with you? I have done that. When I've had somebody sit in my chair who's transitioning before I cut their hair, before we even talk about their hair, I'll say how would you prefer I address you? And at first it can come off as an awkward question, but the person sitting in my chair appreciates that. They do. And people change their names. Mm -hmm. And even if you've known that person with a different name, out of respect for them, you should always use their preferred name. Claire has changed her name legally on her birth certificate, her social security, her driver's license, she's Claire Michelle, and that is her name. And her old name, people consider that a dead name. Oh. So that's her dead name. The name I gave her at birth no longer exists. And that's how they, like they say, don't use my dead name. Mm -hmm. Because that person is gone. And that is another thing. For me, I feel like I've had... An extra child. Wow. And now I have Claire. <laughs> so 
as a mother, it's confusing, but you love your children. And I would tell any mother out there, you know, just love your child because it is not an easy thing for them to go through. And Claire has known for a very long time, but she didn't understand. Right. So, so how did that start? So she was like maybe a young teenager. Okay. And she had makeup in her bathroom. My makeup. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, I didn't understand why there was makeup. I just thought the kids were goofing around. Right. That's what they do. Boys, I didn't ha- I didn't grow up with a brother. I don't know what boys do. I have two boys and I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, taking my makeup? And then they had this purple wig that was like a Halloween costume and they were putting the wig on. Oh, mom, we're just playing. And I thought, okay, fine. You know, I just took it away. I didn't ask enough questions. That was a sign. I had clothes that were missing. I'm like, did you take these to your dad's house? Where are my jeans? You know, I just thought they got mixed up in the laundry or something. Uh, I was missing a bra. Like, where on earth did that go? So these little things that you don't think about, because, you know, you do laundry and the sock is missing or this is missing. Or, you know, when your kids are taking clothes back and forth, if you're divorced and that kind of stuff. And... If I had even considered that she could be transgender, I might have asked more questions. But we didn't know anybody who was transgender. We knew people who were gay, who were lesbians. But, you know, that didn't occur to me until maybe a little bit later that I thought, well, maybe she's gay. Right. And that's okay. Right. But I'm not going to ask her because I don't want to put her on the spot. She's still young. And when she's ready, she'll tell me. Mm -hmm. And so skipping ahead, you know, she went to college and she started cross-dressing, she said. Okay. And she thought, okay, well, this is confusing. You know, she's, she's had therapy. She's with a counselor. She's dressing in women's clothing. She's still unsure why, when I look in the mirror, do I expect to see a girl and I see this boy? Maybe everybody feels that way. Did Claire live away from you when she was in college? Yes. Okay. So she, you didn't know that this was going on at this time? I did not. And then she wanted to go to Chicago on the train to see her friend. And so I took her to the train station and I said, you got your ears pierced. And I looked and I went, you got both of them pierced. (laughs) And she goes, oh yeah, I meant to tell you. And so when she went to Chicago to spend some time with her friend, she dressed as a woman and they went out and she had a good time. And through her counseling, she realized, you know, I'm not a cross-dresser. This is really who I am. In my brain, I'm a woman. My body doesn't look like it, but my brain is telling me that this is the way it is. And that's the problem, is that when they're little kids, they don't know that their brain is telling them one thing and their body looks like another. They get confused. 
and they don't know. They think, oh, is it, does everybody feel this way? Am I going to change when I get older? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just don't know how how to tell a mom or a dad what to do. You know, you just have to be aware and ask questions and hope that your child does ask questions. Mine did not. So when she, after her counseling, a couple of years after college and and Chicago she came to me and said, Mom, I need to talk to you. I was like, okay. Uh, How old was she then? She was about 21. Okay. And she said, I'm just going to say it, I'm transgender. I was like, oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me you were gay. (laughs) (laughs) And she just laughed. (laughs) But, you know, what what am I going to say? Right. I love her. And I said... It's okay, honey. You, as a person, are not really going to change. You're still going to have the same sense of humor. You're still going to be loving. You're still going to be kind. You're still going to be the same person inside. Mm -hmm. You're just going to look different. And that's okay. And that was, you know, what I think she needed. How did she respond to your reaction? She was very happy. She was afraid to tell me, she said. Yeah. Because of the incident with the wig and the makeup. From when she was a teenager. Yes. She thought that I was mad because she was doing girl stuff. And I said to her, "Uh, no, you were in my makeup. Right. That's expensive. (laughs) That's right. Hey, don't mess with a woman's makeup. And now she knows because she spends the money on the makeup. Right. That's so funny. Did she come out to her father? I mean, must have. She came out to her father and her stepmom before she came out to me. Oh, she was. She had lived with them during her high school years. Mm -hmm. And then she went back and her brother was living there. So she told them and they were not accepting at all. And they said, you're not allowed to dress like a woman in this house. You can leave and change clothes if you want, but you can't dress in our house like that. And you're not allowed to tell your brother. Oh. <laughs> he was, he's five years younger, so he was probably 13, 14 at the time, maybe 15. Yeah, probably about 15, I guess. I'm trying to remember okay. the timeline. And um, she was like, well... I have to tell him. How can I not? So she moved in with us and told her brother. And he said, oh, okay. You're still going to be my brother no matter what. (laughs) He didn't quite get it. You know, he he knew a little bit. Mm -hmm. But now he refers to her as his sister. Okay. And funny story, when he was in college, he would talk to her on, I don't know, FaceTime or video chat. I don't, I'm not very techie. <laughs> and his college roommates were like, wow, that's your sister? She's so hot. <laughs> and he just giggled because he knew she was transgender and they didn't. So she passed as a woman pretty early on. Yeah. And that is a difficulty for some people, as you know, mm-hmm. because you're doing their hair and it's a scary time to go from one gender to the other 
Right. And hope that, you know, nobody's judging you or wanting to hurt you. It's very scary out there. Yeah. I have one friend. Her daughter is in high school and is now working on transitioning to become a boy. And it was just before he went to went into high school. He had said, I want you to just cut my hair off. And I'm like, okay, so are we doing pixie or are we doing something a little more androgynous? And he said androgynous. Months later, I cut his mother's hair and his mom sat down in my chair with tears in her eyes and she said, you were sitting there with my son and asked if he wanted a more androgynous haircut and I thought, why the hell is she asking him that? (laughs) (laughs) And when he said androgynous, she was like, oh, well, it was a few months later that he had come out and said that he identifies as a man at 14 years old now he is in the middle of transitioning so for me as being cisgender or anybody we don't understand what it feels like to be transgender and actually in talking to this specific client that I'm talking about he had said I don't I just want to be a guy. I don't want to be considered transgender because I'm not inside transitioning from one to another. This is just how I've always been. (laughs) And I just want to look like how I feel. Exactly. And I've asked my daughter because she passes as a woman. Yeah. And she has this long blonde hair. She's 5'12". (laughs) <laughs> she's not six foot tall she's 5'12 and um, you know she has a nice curvy little body which not everybody can do you know everybody's born with different body shapes mm-hmm. but she was fortunate that she has this tall lean body and she's been on hormones for a long time so she has breasts mm-hmm. and she's getting hippie <laughs> It's amazing what our hormones do to us. Really? Yes. She's getting hips. So some women are born with, you know, bigger hips or bigger something. And so it's the hormones that change your body. And it also, for her, made her brain. She she had dated women in high school and, and then college and... She started her hormones, and she said she was sitting outside having coffee, and a guy walked by and made her turn her head. She was like, oh, he's cute. And then she went, oh, wait a minute. That's weird. Oh, that's interesting. And she said, I think those hormones are really changing the way I think. So she considers herself straight, Mm -hmm. but some trans people are gay, or lesbians, or, you know, bi, sex has nothing to do with gender. Sexual orientation is just that. Separate from gender. Separate from gender. Okay. Gender is in the brain. Sex is in 
your organs. Right. I mean, it's in the brain too because we're sus- we're cisgender. You know, we have sexual desires for the opposite sex. Right. But if you're gay, doesn't mean you're trans. You're just gay. Right. But trans people feel that they are the opposite sex or a different sex mm-hmm. because there is the gender fluid people and gender non-conforming people who feel i don't want to say they're confused but their brain can go from male to female and they feel differently at different times so they're gender fluid okay is that um situational I don't really know. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I just know that there are, you know, cisgender, transgender, gender (laughs) nonconforming, gender fluid. I'm learning all these different terms, and I'm accepting. And I think that as a community, we just need to accept people and love them for who they are and where they are. I agree. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, the shape of your body, the transitioning from one gender to another. Just love people mm-hmm. and be kind. Right. Because you don't know what people are going through. Right. It, you know, it could be that somebody in their family died and they're acting a certain way and maybe they're angry. Well... Maybe they're angry for a reason. We don't know. So just be kind. That's the bottom line. Be You're, kind. Basically, we're all always transitioning from one thing to another. Exactly. We are. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for some of us that we keep it internal. Some of it's external. Some of it's emotional. And some of it's physical. And we're all, we're all on this journey together. That is a great way to put it. I love that. (laughs) Would you, can you talk about Claire's surgery? So, yes. And I also want to let everyone know that if they want to find out more about Claire or about transitioning, she has a YouTube channel, and maybe we can put that up. We will. Um, She has transitioning from year one, year two, year three, year four four where she does a video and you can see where she was from year one and then another you know year passes and she does a different video and so when she went to have surgery I went with her and we videoed the process I mean I you know um, she couldn't videotape any of the doctors or anything but we did do a video now In Michigan, it's really great because if you want hormones, you have to have counseling for two years. So Claire lived in Michigan. She had her counseling. She was able to get hormones. But in Washington State, you can just go to the doctor and get hormones without any counseling, which, you know, has its pros and cons, I guess. But I love that she had the counseling. So that, Mm -hmm. I know she was prepared for that surgery because of that and she still continues to have counseling so she went and met with the surgeon several times talked about what it would take what the recovery is how many you know years a whole lifetime of 
making sure that things stay the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And we, we can talk more about that as we go. Um, so the doctor asked her if she would like a breast augmentation. And she said, yes. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Why not? I'm getting an, a vagina. <laughs> right. And... Why not have breasts? So she thought about that. And then the day before surgery, she's like, I'm afraid. I don't think I want to do a breast augmentation. And I said, honey, you can do it or not. And if you don't do it, there, you can always do it another time. So don't feel pressure to do any surgery. Right. You know, um, just because you're transgender does not mean you have to have surgery. You can be the person you are with the body you were born with. But she chose to have her surgery, and she chose not to have breast augmentation. So on her chest, on her boobs, she wrote no (laughs) (laughs) on both of them, (laughs) just to make sure that they didn't do anything they weren't supposed to. (laughs) She's so funny, and it's fun to watch her videos. Um, But... You know, during the surgery, there are tears, and so you'll see that in the video as well. So she had surgery. They took her away. Like five hours later, they came. The doctor came and said everything went really well, and you can see her in a little bit. She's in recovery, and everything was fine. Hmm. Um, It's so strange that she went from having, and I'm only supposed to say, below-the-belt surgery, (laughs) you know, but she had male organs, and now she has female organs. Um, Made from her male organs, right? Yes, so that is, since you have young people that you know, Mm -hmm. I will say it's it's important for children not to start hormones too early, even though they don't want to go through puberty, if you, for boys, if you don't go through puberty, you don't end up with enough skin to have that turned into a vagina. Okay. Um, they can do it, but it's not the same. So it's good for, I don't, I don't want to say boys, but for people with male bodies to go through puberty if they want to have surgery. Wow. Okay. Because you you would just turn it inside out. Right. <laughs> just stuff it back stuff in it there. there. <laughs> exactly. And so it's a scary process, but for Claire, it was very successful. She's very happy. It's been seven months now, and every day... And I don't know how much you want to get into this, but every day she has to dilate. I'm assuming it would be the same procedure that you would do to yourself prior to giving birth where you put your thumbs in? No, it's like a dildo. Okay. (laughs) That's why I don't know how much you want to get into this. Let's get into it. So it, it looks like a long penis type item okay that she has to just slide inside and leave there for 20 minutes oh and 
she had to do it like three times a day for a while and then twice a day and then once a day and then it becomes once every couple days, once a week, but it's something she has to do for the rest of her life. Really? Even if she's having sex with a man, she will still need to do that because her body will want to like heal, close. Oh. So she needs to make sure that everything stays open. And the longer the process, you know, the years go on, right. you don't have to do it as often. Right. But the doctor said, you, this is something you need to do for the rest of your life. I, I said, think most women do that. I told we'll her. do I that said, for the rest of their lives You'll anyway. enjoy it anyway. It's just right now it hurts because it's, you know, surgery. But right. eventually you won't mind it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Where's she at right now? I know that she is, um, she's really advocating for transgender, the transgender community and in song, right? Yes. So she is a singer, a songwriter. She has a band and she plays all over Seattle. She has released EPs and she teaches voice mostly to transgender people Mm -hmm. so they can learn to either have a great speaking voice or maybe they want to sing and so she does voice lessons and most of them are online she has clients all over the country she has fans in the united kingdom she has music fans all over the world because they listen to her on youtube or they download her ep she's gotten fan letters it's so cool i'm so proud of her you know to this my daughter and when she was little she would sing i was a christian ed director and i would lead the kids in song early before church Mm -hmm. she's like mom you're off key. Oh, this is my five-year-old. <laughs> I don't know what key means. <laughs> so she would start us off, and then all the kids would just join in. And she's been in music her whole life. I mean, she was part of the Ann Arbor Youth Chorale. She went to U of M for the music camps. She went to Central Michigan in their music department to learn to sing and be a teacher. And... Then she just moved out to Seattle and took her guitar and started singing. Wow. She's she's also been a model. She modeled in New York Fashion Week. Um, One of the designers in Seattle had her model out there for him. And he said, will you come to New York with me and model my clothes? Wow. So she went out there and did that. And, And she went out there to model just as a woman. You know, there was no special requirements or, hey, this is a transgender model. No, she just went out as a a model to model women's clothing. That's amazing. Yeah. So I guess, you know, I'm so proud of her, so I'm saying all that stuff. But another thing from that is that just because your child's transgender does not limit them. Let them do things. Take them out. Show them the world. Yeah. And be the mom you would be to any child. Right. Or be better, you know? Maybe our children make us better. 
Oh, absolutely. So whatever your child is, whoever they are, they can be amazing. Claire's story is such a huge inspiration. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lene. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Radioactive Chelsea. Sign up at our website, RadioactiveChelsea.com, to receive notifications for when the next podcast is released.